Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live, Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Not going 2 2 to Diaz. Hit in the air to deep left field. Back it goes. Elias Diaz. The National League in front. At 32 years old, and his all star debut. All-Star game. You are never going to forget your first potential game-winning homer. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been a great wide-open Wednesday today. So we've been trying to cover a lot of different bases, pardon the pun, but so many things to talk about in the sports world. And appreciate everybody that's been a part of it and listening in and watching in on our live stream and we're going to continue that on because we know with uh, Major League Baseball, at least, you had the All-Star game last night, had the home run derby, but also Major League Baseball draft. A few Razorbacks taken in the draft, a few prospects taken in the draft, and some decisions that needed to be made for a few Razorbacks or potential Razorbacks. But we'll have all of that, I'm sure, as time goes on. But there's already been a few players who have decided that, hey, coming back to a next year, another year for Arkansas is going to be big for them. And one of those key pieces is Razorback right-handed pitcher Will McIntyre, and he has been kind enough to join us right now on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline to talk about his decision to return to Arkansas as well as heading into next year. And, Will, we really appreciate you joining us, man. How you doing this afternoon? I'm doing good. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, well, it's good to have you on, man. And I know that uh, with what was going on with Major League Baseball and, and the draft, and, of course, you had a great social media post of just simply putting out the song return of the mac i mean you couldn't have anything better than that but uh just kind of walk us through the process and what the last few days was like for you and uh just you know watching and paying attention to the draft and also ultimately making the decision to say you know what i'm gonna return to arkansas next year and i'm gonna put up this tweet to announce that that's what i'm gonna be doing yeah uh it was an interesting draft process uh you know uh I was just hoping, uh, I put out a number and, uh, just hoping, you know, some teams would take it and, you know, it didn't go that way. But at the same time, I'm very fortunate that the coaches would, uh, love to have me back and I'm super excited to rock and roll for another season of Arkansas baseball. Well, what are you doing right now with a, a bit of downtime? Uh, I'm currently, uh, taking a break from the workout I'm doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so, so, so is that what you're doing? Just continuing working out every day? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm hitting. Uh, I'm hitting an upper body lift right now, and uh, you know, in the mornings we're doing kid camps, and in the afternoons, uh, me and some of the incoming freshmen are working out right now. So, just looking into next year, because again, I'm sure you're a player that wants to improve every part and every element of his game, but. Uh, what are some of the things maybe that some of the coaches or maybe some scouts you talk to, just things that you're going to really focus on and get better at in the offseason heading into next year so that way when the MLB draft does come around, uh, they're going to hear Will McIntyre's name pretty high up in the draft? Yeah, I'd, I'd definitely say uh, some of the keys would be uh, just consistency. I, you know, I had some bad games this year, and 
I just need to be more consistent throughout the season. And definitely uh, towards the end of the year, I started gaining a little velo. So that'd be nice to start off and throughout the whole season keep that uh, higher velo. Well, you mentioned already working out with some of the new teammates. This is uh, something that has become in the norm with baseball where it seems to be some turnover in the roster with a transfer portal and losing players to the draft. Um, how, how exciting is it to get to work with some of these new teammates and get to know them? Oh, it's fun. It's always a, it's always a blast getting to meet new people, throughout, uh, especially here. You know, you're getting guys from all over the country, different parts of uh, different areas. So, you know, all those different backgrounds, getting to meet new people. And then the way the coaches usually lay out the locker room, it's not like older guys of one half of the locker room. It's usually like, you know, I'll be sitting next to between two freshmen, and, uh, you know, they might not even be pitchers. They might be position players. So you get to know the whole team really well, and I think our coaches do a good job of getting us to, you know, bond pretty well. So, Will, mentioning that, of course, you were a freshman at one point in time coming into that situation and now looking at you as an upperclassman. What were maybe some things that you saw and maybe you learned as a freshman that you can kind of help out with some of the incoming guys of just trying to get them acclimated and get them part of the culture that uh, you saw when you were a freshman incoming? Yeah, I definitely learned that you just uh, you can't be timid. Uh, you know, this is going to be a sport where, you know, you're going to have your ups and downs. And as a freshman, you're going to have to go in there and prove that you can pitch in certain situations or play in certain games or certain at-bats. And so you just need to go out there in all these uh, fall scrimmages and spring scrimmages and uh, just put the, pressure on, uh, put the pressure on the coaches and make them uh, play you. Speaking of some of those scrimmages, when do you guys get back to official team activities? Right now you're pretty much doing things on your own. Is that correct, or is this part mm-hmm. of team yeah. activities? Yeah, we're uh, we're working out our own right now. We have our uh, strength coach here, just kind of supervising, making sure we don't, you know, do something dumb and get hurt. But uh, I think we uh, think we start official spring uh, official team practices towards like very first week of school, so about uh, into August. We're speaking with Will McIntyre, Razorback right-handed pitcher, here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. So, Will, knowing, uh, just we'll start with the guys that you played with this past year that ended up getting drafted, uh, specifically a Hunter Holland, who we've had on this show multiple times, and uh, him getting drafted and him going to be taking that next step as well as some of your uh, other teammates. Have you had any discussions with any of them since they got drafted or been able to talk to them? Just what, it's, what has it been like for you seeing your teammates be able to have that opportunity to play in the majors and get drafted fairly high in the MLB draft? Oh, it's uh, it's super exciting. We have like a a big team group chat, and pretty sure the whole team was just watching the draft at the same time. And then it's like as soon as somebody would get taken, there'd just be dozens of texts shot off like "Congratulations, dude!" They're, like so proud for you, uh, so proud of you. And so I think as a team, we all take pride in getting to see each other pop up on TV and getting to go live out our you know childhood dreams. What what is that like? Um, the knowing it, it's kind of like some unknown there, as far as who's going to be returning and and who's going to be moving on. What's that like? Just kind of that process at this time of the year. You know, uh, there's some guys that like you don't know if they're going to take that offer or not, and you just support them. Uh, you know, you, you want them to come back because you know you love your teammates, but at the same time, you know you got to respect the decision for them to move on and go after their next goal and so it'll be exciting to see what some guys decide and i i'd I'd, I'd love to uh, have some of them back but at the same time i'd love for them to go play for a ball there's been a lot of discussion as far as when the mlb draft is held do you um do you like the time frame of when it's held or, or any issues with when the mlb draft actually takes place I, I don't have a problem when it takes place but i think the coaches they get a little frustrated after all the all the work they do with transfers and uh, recruiting, and then that all gets wiped away with how late the draft is. So I think I think they get a little frustrated since they got moved back a couple of years ago. Yeah, well, I know that since you had some teammates that ended up getting drafted and that are probably moving on, even looking into next season, though, obviously you're returning to Arkansas. You're going to have Hagen Smith, Brady Tigert, uh, guys that are really important to the pitching staff, and I'm sure there'll be other guys that are stepping up, but. Uh, plagued by injuries this past season, there was no question about it. But this next year, 
Uh, just what do you make of the group of guys that you have that's on the roster, guys that are getting back and getting healthier to try to take that next step next year? Just how do you feel about the entire pitching room there for Arkansas heading into next season? I think it's going to be a uh, you know pretty old uh, old staff, and with especially with uh, like me, Hagen, Brady. Uh, some of the other guys, Cody Frank's coming back. That's uh, he's an old guy. We got a lot of guys on the team or on the staff that have plenty of innings under the belt. And from what I've heard about these incoming freshmen, a lot of them got really good stuff. So if they can contribute, I'll be plenty of arms in the bullpen next season. And along those lines, not just the pitching staff, but the team in general as a whole. There, your thoughts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, uh, you know, hopefully we'll get Stovall back in time. Uh, we'll have McLaughlin back. We'll have Peyton Holt back. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be like an Arkansas lineup, pretty much for like the last you know ten years. It's just it's uh, one through nine. It's gonna be tough to get us out. Well, Will, I know that uh, of course mentioning that you're an upperclassman now and going to be a pivotal part for next season. Being a freshman back in 2020 and just you know seeing the growth and, and seeing everything. Just how do you feel like Matt Hobbs, for instance, your pitching coach? What are some things that you feel like specifically he's helped you develop and get better at since you were a freshman to that the point that you're at right now? He's a uh, he's definitely just helped me, you know, learn just how to pitch in like situations. You know, you get a guy with a you know one out hits a double, you need a strikeout. You know, he helps you. Uh, he's definitely helped me pitch in situations and uh. Learn, help me learn that like my fastball plays up in the zone since I have a lot of carry. So like, I can pitch up in the zone with my fastball more. And uh, he's helped me develop my off speed, especially when I lost it. When I when I redshirted, I felt like I lost my off speed and couldn't really locate it and had the same break. So he's helped me through some struggles in the last couple of years. Well, the ultimate goal is winning a national championship, but this time of the year and and uh, working out and getting ready for the season. What are some of those initial goals that you have now and then going into the season? What are some of the goals that you have to to begin the season to get on that journey to trying to win a national championship? Uh, it's just definitely going to be, you know, hitting the weight room hard, getting stronger, uh, stay in my top peak uh, physical condition, stay healthy, and, uh, you know, start the year off strong and take each week and, uh, attack each new week as a as like a new uh what am i trying to say like a each week as like the start of a new season you know start off strong each week speaking with will mcintyre razorback right in a pitcher here on the jones and sun diving and brought a fine jewelry hotline well i I've, i think it was kind of humorous in a way i don't know if you found it funny but just how many times you would come in and you know, how many pitches you would throw in some of these weekend series or some of these regionals. And a lot of people were, were just saying, man, there's no way that he could go again. But you kept getting your number called and you kept stepping up to the plate. I don't think you had the 150 pitches or whatever in a single game like some of these players did in postseason play. But why, why is it that you think that just for you, because again, uh, a lot of pitchers probably wish that they could go longer, but why is it you compared to some of your teammates or just in pitchers in general, why were you able to have that longevity and to be able to pitch as many pitches as you did throughout these moments? Because I feel like most guys would be absolutely drained, but you kept stepping up to the plate. Yeah. Um, for me, it was just, I would, I feel like I recovered pretty well. And uh, I'd, I'd have a conversation with Coach Hobbs or DVH uh, the next day, Coach Van Horn the next day. And just be like, hey, like I'm available if y'all need me. I had that first conversation with them. Uh, I think that was in, at Vandy this year when uh, we lost or we won the first one and lost the second one. And that next game was for, like the overall SEC title. And I really wanted to be able to pitch in that game and have like a input on how that game went. So I had that conversation with them, and uh, they agreed. And uh, it kind of just developed throughout that. And for me, it's just like. I feel like I recover well, but I also I like winning, but I really hate losing, and so that's just my motivation. <laughs> you mentioned uh, working out and in, in the process of getting to where you want to be. Are you at your ideal weight during the season, um, or is that something you want to add some weight, add some strength, or maybe you want to take off some weight? What, what's kind of the uh, the plan when it comes to being, you know, where you want to be as far as your body? Yeah, definitely towards the beginning of this uh, last season, I was a little bit overweight from what I wanted to be. 
And towards the middle to the end of the season, I got to where I wanted to be and definitely saw myself improve because of that. And I really, I'm going to see this summer, see if I can go down even more weight and see what that does. And if that does nothing or uh, hurts me, just go back to where I was and add on some weight. Also, I'm curious to ask you this because I always find it fascinating whenever we talk with former players or even current players. But again, since you've been at Arkansas for a few years now, and you redshirted and you've been a part of the team and you've seen College World Series appearances and everything. Looking at Dave Van Horn as the coach, was there anything different about him this season maybe compared to previous years as far as his approach, his his demeanor towards the team or anything? Or has it been pretty consistent he's the same way? Because we've heard so many times from Dave throughout the year, he says this is one of the most fun teams that he's ever coached because of the, how close everybody was. Did you see that as a player this season compared to the other seasons you've been under, Dave? Yeah, definitely. Uh, this team was special, and uh, I think it was kind of like the first time that he's had to just put a whole new team together because we lost, what was it, I think like 70% of our returning players and stuff. And so we he uh, did a really good job at just getting us to get along real well. And we all, like, I remember guys would just always be at each other's houses. It was hard to get us to stop hanging out together. And so... Uh, I think he just really enjoyed how close we were, and uh, I think this was <laughs> I think it was one of his favorite teams because we uh, I feel like throughout the whole season we just constantly found ways to win ball games that were really hard for us to win. Trent, just I mean, sorry, Will. I'm thinking about Trent. Trent Daniel, he played at Bryant. You played at Bryant also, and Bryant has tradition when it comes to baseball. So, how did you uh, get started in playing baseball, and then just you know, playing for Bryant, what was that like coming up? Yeah, speaking of Trent, I have like a cool picture of when did he play there? Do y'all remember? Yeah, it's like twenty eleven, twelve in that range, thirteen. Yeah. I have a I have a picture of me on the field with uh him uh after one of the games he played. And uh like just speaking on Bryant, Bryant just has like a rich tradition in baseball and uh I, my dad's told me before, like, my mom got a teaching job at Bryant. And he was super excited just because he heard that their school and the town had a great baseball program. And I kind of have just, like, a different, like, uh, experience of playing ball than a lot of these guys. I never really I, – I played travel ball, but it was with the same core group of guys from when I was, like, eight. We played from, like, when we were six or eight all the way till we graduated high school. And so, like – me and those guys are brothers for life. We played every summer together compared to some of these guys who played with hundreds of different guys throughout their uh, travel ball days. <laughs> well, hey, by the way, Will, if you want that picture signed by Trent Daniel, I can get that for you. <laughs> if I know that uh, you'd want to want to have it hanging up in your wall of fame over there, I'll be sure to get Trent uh, to sign it for you. But no, that is a cool. That is <laughs> Sounds a, good. Yeah, that is a cool little uh, tidbit there too, because. Again, like growing up, and I'm sure you grew up as a Razorback fan and getting to play for Arkansas, you want to make it to the big leagues. I get it. Like every every player's dream mm-hmm. in your position mm-hmm. wants to make it to the big leagues. But what is it? Just living out your dream, playing for Arkansas, playing for Dave Van Horn, playing in College World Series, playing in these moments and in these games where people are packing in baseball stadiums between ten to fifteen thousand people every day. I mean, do you sometimes just look at it and be like, man, I'm I'm living a dream of mine. I'm playing for the Razorbacks and I'm doing it in a way that. It's so exciting. Just is that something you really just realize at the point, or is it something that you may not uh, truly understand it until after the days that it ends up ending for you? Yeah, um, it's like during the season. It's like my freshman season. It caught me off guard just how loud it'd be in the dugout and stuff and big games. And like the more I've played, the more like I've gotten used to it. But like towards the end of every season, I kind of just reflect upon like how crazy it is for you know, that many people to come to a college baseball game. You see guys, and I play with guys that, like, in summer ball, they draw 200 people at a game. And we don't really, I think some guys don't really realize how good we have it compared to some of these other college programs where they'll be a good team, but they'll get two, 500 people there. And we were drawing max capacity. And I feel like if they added even more seating, we'd still draw that many people. It's amazing. How closely do you follow Major League Baseball? you have a favorite team? Um, I don't really I, – I, I keep up with it. Uh, I would say my favorite team is the Angels, weirdly, because uh, my dad used to, like, work a little bit with the Travelers. 
And so I kind of grew up going to Travelers games, and they were affiliated with the Angels at that time. So I pretty much spent like a whole summer getting to watch like Mike Trout. I've seen guys like CJ Crone, a bunch of other guys come up through that system when they were with the Angels. Yeah, that would make sense. Old Madison, I know Madison. He's a he's a good guy, and uh, you know he knows his baseball, and he's very passionate about it. So uh, I know that uh, <laughs> yeah, he's he's a guy that, that's always involved in it too. And I know we just got a few minutes with you. Uh, Will, but I, I wanted to ask you this since you were talking about the, the some of the moments that you play in and, and being in front of the crowds. I'm sure that one of your favorite feelings ever is when you just you know just throw some gas down the middle and you got a guy that just swings and misses like he's chopping wood. Is there a particular strikeout or anything in your career at Arkansas that has stood out to you the most, or uh, a moment or a batter, just something like that in your years at Arkansas so far that you always look back and be like, man, that was the best feeling ever. Oh, by far my favorite uh, memory as a Razorback was at Oklahoma State last year when uh, (laughs) I got pulled in, I think it was the second game against Oklahoma State. And there was like, it was at the beginning of an inning, and uh, Coach Van Horn comes out there after I threw like two balls in a row. And I go in the dugout, I'm like mad but like I understand it's a close game and I'm sitting there I'm like alright gotta like regroup and like cheer on uh, who was it it was Evan Taylor Evan Taylor came in and like next thing we know the umpires are like pointing at our dugout and they're like hey like he's gotta come back in the game you can't take him out for like the first batter or something like that so like all of a sudden I don't have my glove I gotta run around find my glove find my glove I grab like a plyo ball throw it against the wall I run out there, throw, like, two warm-up pitches, and, like, a huge surge of adrenaline comes through me. I'm like, this is weird, but we're going to do this. Uh, I think it was, like, first pitch, I threw a, a, a cutter, and he rolled over to Jalen Battles at shortstop. And then I'm like, all right, my day's done. Like, I got through that. And uh, then my it was uh, Griffin Dorshing, like, that big, huge guy. The variety for them came up. And I saw Van Horn point at... Uh, Evan Taylor, like, stay in the dugout. Like, he's going to get this guy, too. And I was like, okay. And I, uh, I that just huge surge of adrenaline got me through it. And I just threw, like, three straight fastballs past him and was going crazy. And then Coach Van Horn came and took me out. And I was going, I have a video. Uh, one of our media guys took a video of me just going crazy in the dugout with all the other guys. Mm-hmm. And I remember the next day in the hotel, I got on an elevator. <laughs> It opens up and Coach Van Horn walks on, and I started messing with him. I said, I'm the first pitcher you've ever taken out of the game you had to put back in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, yeah, I was, uh, I remember that game, and I, and I, but I did forget about the fact that you did have to come back out. So that was probably a first for you, too, like as a mental thing as well. I feel like you just, you know, you're mad, you're, but then you have to go back in. You know, it's probably just kind of some mental gymnastics that you had to play, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a it was a weird experience. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, listen, uh, you got the victory over there, and uh, know that that was a, a very emotional game for many different reasons. But uh, no doubt, hopefully, you have an even better one this upcoming season for the Razorback baseball team that you can remember. And will we really appreciate you joining us, man? Great stuff. I know Razorback fans are excited to have you a part of the team heading into next year. Enjoy your summer workouts and your summer in general, man. And we look forward to hopefully catching up with you once the season comes around. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me on. All right, appreciate it. Again, that was Will McIntyre, Razorback right-handed pitcher, joining us on the Jones and Son Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. We'll take a commercial break. When we come back, we'll get you a Razorog update presented by True Service. Have some updates for you there, as well as more phone calls and messages, all on a wide-open Wednesday here on Out of Bounds. So stay with us. Hi, I'm Trey Reed from the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission, inviting you to join me every Wednesday morning for the latest news from the great outdoors. It's brought to you by Arts Marine in North Little Rock, now under new ownership, but with the same familiar faces and incredible service you've known for years, plus the area's best selection of boating parts and supplies. This 
Texas Sports Center. Former Arkansas Razorback and North Little Rock guard Nick Smith Jr. scored a team-high 33 points for the Charlotte Hornets on Tuesday in a 97-93 loss to the Portland Trail Blazers in NBA Summer League action. Smith went 13 of 20 shooting from the floor, including 4 of 6 from the three-point line. He also finished with four rebounds, three assists, a steal, and a blocked shot in 28 minutes. Charlotte's next game is Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Central against New Orleans, which can be seen on NBA TV. In tonight's Summer League action, former Hog Jordan Walsh and the Boston Celtics take on the Los Angeles Lakers at the Thomas and Mack Center. That game starts at 9 o'clock Central tonight on ESPN. I'm Todd Pierce for the Buzz Radio Network. I'm Hunter Bell at Bell Chevrolet. We know the best part of being in Arkansas is the people. That's why we believe you're not just customers. You're our friends and family. We're determined to go above and beyond to help make things a little easier. And we put in the hours every day so we can take care of our families and you can take care of yours. We are here for you, Arkansas. Come help us make it even better at Bale. Shop Bale Chevrolet and BaleChevrolet.com today. Find new roads. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. It's Justin Acre for CertiPro Painters. We're all getting ready for summer, and if you want to spruce up your home for summer, CertiPro Painters could be the answer you're looking for. Each CertiPro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at CertiPro.com. That's Certa with a C. If you're thinking about getting a paint job done for the interior or exterior of your home, you need to hurry up and get on the schedule soon because it's filling up quickly. So plan for your next project. You'll be happy you did. Cleanliness, thoughtfulness, and attention to detail. You'll get all of it with my friends at CertiPro Painters. So get them scheduled for your project today. If you're looking to update your home decor, then go see our friends at Coffin by Design West. At Coffin by Design West, they have design specialists on staff that can help you with your decisions on any updates to your home. They have over 7,000 square feet of beautiful new home decor pieces such as sofas, dining tables, design throw pillows, lighting, and chairs that arrive daily. For those of you who like the aromatique candles, you can find those and also gift cards located at West Pass Taylor Loop, 14900 Cantrell Road, or go to the web at coffinlumber.com. If you haven't stopped by Arch Marine lately, you are literally missing the boat. And no boat is complete without a Tahatsu motor. Arch Marine in North Little Rock has them ranging from 3.5 to 140 horsepower. That's Arch Marine in North Little Rock. Take the Levy exit. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months. And River City Flooring in Marmel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumelle at their huge new showroom on Maumelle Boulevard just off 430. Have something to say to 1037 The Buzz? Say it all on the Ask Your Wrecker and Recovery Y-Fan Feedback. Comment your suggestions, ask your questions, and tell your opinions. All on the Ask Your Wrecker and Recovery Y-Fan Feedback. Ask for Asher. Make it the event that everyone wants to attend by getting your meat for tailgates, parties, or just family get-togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Let me just quote the late, great Colonel Sanders, who said... I'm too drunk to taste this chicken. On 1037 The Buzz. folks, but I got to tell you, though, about this Guatney Chevrolet deals that they have going on right now. They are the best dealership in the state of Arkansas, especially when it comes to Chevrolet. There's nobody better. And you need you a new vehicle. You know you do. You're, you're driving around. You need you something. You're going out to the parking lot after work, and you're looking at your car. You're almost depressed because you're like, why do I have this? I'm cooler than this. I'm better than this. 
surely I can do something, something that gives me a little bit more pride than this vehicle. Let Gawatney Chevrolet take care of that for you. Not only gets you something that gives you that pride and gives you that way to look a little bit cooler, but also gets you something that's affordable. Get you something that you want. Get you something that you like and get you something that's real nice. It's going to last a long time. Guadney Chevrolet is the place. They have SUVs. They have Silverado's full-size truck. They have full-size vehicles as well. And, hey, maybe you're not needing something new. That's okay because their pre-owned selection is second to none. Don't take my word for it. Go and see them today right there in Jacksonville off the Gregory Street exit, 1301 TPY Drive. You'll see all the different inventory that they have to offer, and they have a great sales staff that's going to put you in a vehicle that you want and that you can afford. But if you can't get out there today, you can also check them out at GuatneyChevrolet.com and see their inventory. But let's be honest, it's always a little bit better when you get to have the in-person feeling like is so important when it comes to buying a vehicle with Guatney Chevrolet. So do it today at Guatney Chevrolet and GuatneyChevrolet.com. Again, it's a wide open Wednesday. Appreciate Big Will McIntyre joining us in the previous segment. Good catching up with him. And uh, it's funny because I, I will give him a lot of credit in this, which, you know, and, and this is nothing, it's not got knock against him at all. I'm not saying that. But when you get him in press conferences after games, he's very direct, short, and to the point. But when we get him on our show, he, he, he talked and, and gave us a lot of uh, great insight and great info and. Uh, even gave us a, a great story there at the end. So it's just amazing how sometimes, you know, these players, I'm sure that uh, not just him, but just players in general or coaches get in front of that mic, in front of the media, the very, hey, well, you know, we're just taking one step at a time, we're going <laughs> to do all this. But it's like you get them out of their comfort zone a little bit, and suddenly uh, they get to, to open up and talk a little bit more and say a little bit more. So it was really great to have them that way. Yeah, definitely. And uh, talking after a game, a lot of times, whether it's a win or a loss, you really don't want to say much. You want to. Get through that and move on. Yeah, because uh, it's it's something where I I think it's all good, great, grand, wonderful when you win a game and everyone's excited and it's easy to talk about it. But you know, if you're a player that went out there and uh, blew it or did not play well, and you know you didn't play well, and it's like not not only did I know that I had to go back into the dugout after a loss or after a tough performance, now I got to face these clowns out here and they're going to ask me questions like, hey, well, why'd you suck today? It's like, yeah, I can't imagine what it's like, but. Uh, to, that's why it's great to have uh, the deals that we have with student-athletes, but especially Razorback athletes, where we can have them uh, join us in a little bit of different of a approach, where it's not just like, hey, how, how, what did you think about last night's game? It's more about, hey, let's talk about yourself and your, your likes and dislikes and things you want to do and do it in a way that, hey, the floor's yours, the mic's yours, you just talk and you let us know if you, uh, what you want us to know and what you want us to hear. So it's great. Hopefully we get him on uh, this upcoming baseball season for an NIL deal. That'd be great. We we have some news uh, from college football. Yeah. So running back in state that plays for Benton, Braylon Russell, it was down to Tennessee and Arkansas. He's chosen Tennessee. How about that? Going to the Vols. Uh, pretty disappointing for, for that if you're a Razorback fan, but I know it's a big moment for him uh, and taking his talents to Tennessee. I feel like there's been a lot of running backs from the state of Arkansas that have played at Tennessee or that committed to Tennessee. Maybe I'm making that up. I know there's, been a, Houston, there's been a few. Yeah, yeah, Cedric Houston, right? Wasn't he yeah. one of them? Yeah. Or he played at Tennessee. And Braylon Russell was originally committed to Arkansas. He decommitted, reopened his uh, recruiting process, and then came down to the two, but he's going to Tennessee. Uh, well, there you have it. Uh, was it... Oh, what's his name now? It's going to drive me crazy. Who's the kid that played at Memphis and then played in the NFL? D'Angelo Williams. D'Angelo Williams. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, where in Arkansas was he from? Is he he was well, Eastern Arkansas, I it think, is, right? Yeah, and um, West Memphis, maybe sounds some, right. Somewhere in that area. That sounds right. I think, that, yeah, that was the connection there too. You know, because I mean, Arkansas's always had some really good running backs come out of the state, but it seemed like that span, uh, you know, like during like from McFadden or even before McFadden, like Cedric Cobbs, and then heading into, into the McFadden days, and uh, even guys that didn't even play for the Razorbacks, but a, a Cedric Houston, a DeAndre Williams. Like, every single year or two, it seems like they were producing high-level, big-time running backs. So, uh, But Bray- Braylon, he's a great player. And you know, wish him nothing but the best going to Tennessee. And I guess that means when Arkansas plays Tennessee in Fayetteville, he'll be on the team, right, in 2024. Yeah. So he'll be uh, making his return there, too. But it looks like D'Angelo Williams played at Wynn. At Wynn. Okay. Yeah, the W name. Westman is Wynn. All the same there. Uh Maybe it was Cedric Houston. I thought one of them was from West Memphis. Maybe Cedric Houston was from West Memphis. I thought so. But 
Uh, I don't know. I'll have to go back and look. But they've had a lot of great running backs come out of the state, and uh, he's uh, he's another great player that's hopefully going to do big things over there for Tennessee. So congratulations to him. Uh, also, in uh, some other news, too, we had some uh, tweets coming in from uh, from our discussion with Will McIntyre. This one comes from Taylor. It says, guys, love the conversation with Will McIntyre. Love hearing from players that are currently on the team, especially from the baseball side of things, too. Do you guys know who will be the player you'll have on the show for football season yet? Thanks, love the show. We don't know that just yet. Still, uh, we're going to be working through some pieces there because there's sometimes where, you know, like last year, the two players that we had on for a short period of time, uh, Drew Sanders, who ended up, of course, getting drafted, and Rocket, who, you know, no one how Rocket's going to approach things. He's He's uh, going to be focused on football a lot this upcoming season. Sanders so. and Sanders. Yeah, the Sanders boys, if you will. And, and one on each side of the ball, so that, that worked out well. It was perfect. It was absolutely perfect. So this year, though, uh, it's going to be interesting because there's a lot of new faces and new players that uh, could uh, end up being a part of it, which, by the way, folks, for those of you who are listening, not only do we have our text line as unsponsored, so you can uh, 100% be the newest sponsor of the Buzz text line throughout all the shows, but if there are particular players out there when it comes to Razorback athletes and people you'd like to have on this show or just on the buzz in general and you want to be a sponsor of that, hit us up that way too because there's some companies out there that may have connections to a particular player. Maybe it's a family friend or maybe they are from the town that you're at. You know, whatever it may be, uh, we, can, we can always make that work for you. We can... We can take care of it and have them on each and every week here on Out of Bounds or on any of the shows. So uh, if you have any of those connections, always contact us because we'll be sure to, to put that stuff in motion and be able to have uh, some, some great three different uh, opportunities for NIL as it's a continuing to grow thing each and every uh, year. So we're, we're all about that. We're and all that's the that. fortune that is there from NIL because people, you know, whether you like it or not, there are benefits from NIL, and that's one of them having student athletes on because without NIL, those opportunities normally wouldn't have been there, especially on a weekly basis. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And get to hear from them and get to know them a little bit more, not just about what they do on the field, but off the field. That's what's one of the best things about it. Uh, Speaking of the text line, though, uh, thank you for all this clearing up on this because, again, to get all the running backs confused. It was Darius Darius Howard who was from West Memphis. That's right. There we go. Yeah, he was a great running back for Arkansas. And uh, Cedric Houston was from Clarendon. So that's getting all those cities uh, in the ducks in a row. Because if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I kind of felt bad for Darius Howard in a way. He was so good in his senior year. I was like the year he finally got to be the guy at running back. But then there were these guys named Darren McFadden and Felix Jones as freshmen that that kind of came in and <laughs> and took a lot. But he was a great running back, and I'm sure he's not going to look back on his career in like a bad way. It was just kind of something funny to me where I'm like. Man, he, he any other situation, any other year, he probably could have been the stud dude, but it just happened to be the year when McFadden and Jones were there. You have to have talent at the position, though. It, like right now, we think about Rocket as being the guy, but there are other running backs on that roster that are really talented. Oh, there you go. There you go. Okay, so I just got this text from Wes Moore. Uh, he says uh, he got this from a Benton's head coach. He said, they just said Braylon committed to Tennessee this afternoon on the radio show. He says that is not true. He's announcing Friday night at Benton High School. He has not announced that. Oh, okay. Well, it is a rumor that he is telling me. He posted a pic. There's a pic that's posted of him in a Tennessee uniform. Okay. All right. Well, we will get to the bottom of that and let everybody know on the other side of the break. Because, yeah, we definitely want to get our facts right on here and not to jump the gun for anybody. So, yeah, we'll stay tuned on that. But uh, thanks, Wes, for for letting me know or letting us know because, yeah, we definitely – don't want to jump the gun if we uh, end up being stuff, especially at a commitment like that for a kid here in state. But uh, we'll get to that. We will take our final commercial break. When we come back, we'll get into three and out. Talking about some other headlines, some storylines, some things we didn't get into. Close up shop and get you ready for Drive Time Sports. All coming up next, so stay with us. Responsible for the 
content of this ad. Toxic water at Camp Lejeune has caused pain, suffering, and death for tens of thousands of dedicated Americans and their families. If you're a current or former Marine, dependent of a Marine, or civilian who worked at Camp Lejeune at any time from 1953 to 1987, you may be entitled to significant cash compensation. Call 800-619-7308 now to see if you qualify. Studies have found the water at Camp Lejeune was contaminated with toxic chemicals, causing serious health conditions such as bladder, breast, or kidney cancer, Parkinson's, leukemia, and non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, as well as miscarriages, infertility issues, and certain birth defects. A new law was signed, allowing anyone that spent time at the base to seek the justice and compensation they deserve. Billions have been set aside by the government to compensate victims. All Marines, dependents, and civilian workers who spent time at Camp Lejeune anytime from 1953 to 1987 and developed a serious health condition, you may be entitled to significant cash compensation, even if you were denied a disability claim in the past. Call 800-619-7308 now to see if you qualify. Hurry, time is limited. Call 800-619-7308-800-619-7308. Every day, we do one thing, and we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago, and ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. A motorcycle seems pretty simple. It has one engine, two wheels, and plenty of attitude. But you crash one of these babies, and things get complicated quick. That's when you need these guys. At Rainwater Holton Section, we keep it simple. When the insurance company tries to pay you less, we fight to get you more. No hassle, no confusing legal terms, and no fee unless we get money for you. Keep it simple. Call Rainwater, Holt, and Sexton. Motorcycle crash anywhere in the state. Dial 888-8888. Non-lawyer spokesperson. Responsible attorney Michael Rainwater and Bob Sexton. If you're hiring, it can feel like trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. Like Marco, president of operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Now try ZipRecruiter free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash F-R-E-E. What's holding you back from learning the language you've always wanted to know? Too hard. Takes too long. Not with Babbel. Babbel's lessons take just 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes isn't long. Nope. And they're fun. So you don't realize you're learning a language, but you are. In three weeks, you're able to start having conversations. And Babbel's lessons are built around real life. And with Babbel, it isn't hard. It's It's perfect. perfect. Now try Babbel free. Just go to Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Hello, folks. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boarhead deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Kane is in the building. Their time is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are boom out of here. All right. It is time for three and out. A few headlines, a few storylines, a few things that we're going to get into. But want to clear some things up as we were talking about in the previous segment that 
Uh, thanks to Westmore and a few others that let us know that Braylon Russell has not committed anywhere just yet. He did put out a post of him in Tennessee gear, Tennessee garb, and had a Tennessee question mark at the end, but he has not committed. He won't commit until Friday at Benton High School. So, uh, yeah, we just wanted to make sure everybody knew that and didn't want to jump the gun on anything. So we look forward to hearing his commitment there on Friday. And if it's uh, Tennessee, then we'll be like, hey, we told you so. <laughs> but then if it ends up being Arkansas, we'll be really happy to be wrong. But, yeah, wanted to clear that up. And also – And it would be the fact that he kind of played with everybody and fooled everybody yeah. if it is Arkansas. Right. And then also on the other case, too, yes, Cedric Houston – originally from Little Rock, but he did play at Clarendon. That's that's all we were saying. We're not talking about where he's from or where he played. It was just that. So, But thank you, all of you, for letting us know and uh, keeping us up to date on all those things, too. All right, so three and out. A few things that uh, we're going to dive into. Uh, first off, I thought this was pretty funny from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which we know that uh, you know, everyone was talking about the Tom Brady return. Is he, is he staying retired? Well, he's staying retired. He's 100% retired. It, it, there's nothing to it. It's just he's done. It's over with. It's, it's over. But anyways, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers put out this little video of some of the jerseys that they're going to be selling. And we know jersey sales are very big, and they like to do these alternate uniforms. Well, they came back out with the creamsicle jerseys, you know, kind of the, the lighter orange, uh, a little bit of historic, a little bit of throwbacks. Well, that's all great. And they had the video with Mike Evans and everybody doing it. But then you go to the official Tampa Bay store, and guess what jersey is all over the place in those new creamsicle jerseys? That <laughs> number it's number 12. And everyone's <laughs> like, oh, okay. Well, obviously it's a Doug Williams throwback. <laughs> nope, because on the back it says Tom Brady. <laughs> so everyone's like, oh, my gosh. Does this mean he's going to be coming back to the Tampa Bay Bucks? No, they're just selling it. But I did find it really interesting that he's no longer on the team, but yet with these new jerseys, they're going to be selling it for Tom Brady, probably because they know still what will be the number one sold jersey, or at least a very hotly worn jersey, will be Tom Brady next season. Big 12 media day is going on right now, and as we know, Oklahoma, Texas are moving on to the SEC, so Mike Gundy was asked about the Bedlam rivalry, and he said, in football, Bedlam is history, in my opinion. So uh, there's some question as to if Oklahoma, Oklahoma State will try to play at times because we know it's not going to be on a yearly basis with Oklahoma, Texas making the move. It's and you know, not going to be a conference game for them, but we'll see what the future holds. But uh, he says, I like the Big 12. I like the old Big 8. I like rivalries. I like things in college football that have been around forever. But that's not going to matter anymore. All those things are history. Yeah, I think that uh, with Mike Gundy, I'm actually on his side on this thing, but I love his approach where he's just like, hey, they're the ones that left. I mean, we have nothing to do with it. That's their call. So, no, we're not going to play it anymore because we had nothing to do with it. They made their decision, and we're just going to be moving on. So, Yankees fans, and Joe, I know you're one. Of course, Randy Rainwater, and I don't know if you have a problem with it like some Yankees fans do, but they're pretty upset because now a patch has been put on their jerseys of Star Companies Insurance. And we know with advertising <laughs> and everything, it's been a big deal is in the NBA where they had the patches on there. Uh, but the Yankees have now put uh, Star Companies Insurance. They even put out a, a, a message about it, and it was met with a lot of vitriol because some Yankees fans, especially uh, the baseball purists, they hate it. They don't want it. They feel like they sold themselves out, and they're all upset. But at the end of the day, they'll probably still go to the games and still watch them and still buy the merchandise and probably buy those jerseys. But either way, you got the on the pinstripes. If you're going to be watching Yankees game, you're going to see that star insurance logo on the sleeve because I'm sure they made a lot of money on it. Yeah, they will make a big deal of it. But that's kind of where we are as far as sponsorships these oh, days. Yeah. We see athletes make investments in other sports, and that continues on with Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas. They've invested in the 49ers group that has a part of a sharehold in English Football Club leads. So the 49ers Emprises, they're the investment group for the San Francisco 49ers, and they've been a shareholder in Leeds since 2018, and now Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, have bought into that group, and they are now shareholders with Leeds also. So I always find it funny when fast food restaurants put together some crazy concoctions when it comes to some new foods, but I think it's even more fun when it's out uh, of the country, overseas. And Burger King Thailand, and this is not Burger King in general, but Burger King Thailand has released uh, one of their new burgers. They call it the Real Cheeseburger. 
And you're like, oh, a real cheeseburger. So does that mean that's the type of meat that they're using? Like, is it going to be fresh and, you know, right straight from the farm? No, it, it's just literally cheese. What it is is that they put two buns, obviously, or a bun, and in between it, they have 20 slices of cheese. That's it. It's a cheeseburger of 20 slices of American cheese. Don't know who's going to buy it. Don't know who's going to do it, but it's literally opening up a package of cheese, and some people have taken pictures of it. It's not melted either. It's just cheese. So if you uh, wanted something that's not a grilled cheese but still want the cheese flavor in the burger, go to Burger King in Thailand. They'll have plenty of those cheeseburgers for you. Megan Rapino of the U.S. Women's National Team. They're about to play in World Cup. And prior to that, she announced her retirement. She says, obviously, I'm 38 years old. I'm not going to play forever. And it's always feels weird to just have something settled and feel at peace or not to answer the question honestly. So she said, I think it allows me to focus a lot more. It allows the team to focus a lot more. We don't have to get those questions every time, every single game. So she just wanted to put that behind her announce the retirement and then just feel freely to go out and play soccer during the world the women's world cup and not for her and the team to get those questions so we know that this whole thing going on with elon musk and mark zuckerberg whether or not they're gonna have a cage match well mark zuckerberg is letting everybody know that he's he's getting ready for the fight as he posted a picture on instagram wouldn't post on twitter obviously but uh, he's been training with ufc champs uh, I may have to have Israel Adesanya. Adesanya and Alexander Volkan. How do you say that? Volkanovsky. One? Volkanovsky. There you go. So uh, I could get the first two names right, but not for the last names. But still, uh, he's been training with them, and he's looking pretty ripped. So I don't know what Musk has been doing, but if this fight's going to go down, if you're just going about on paper and what the looks are looking like, uh, Zuck looks like he's got a little bit ahead of the game because not only is he got the build for it but he's been training with some ufc guys and know what they're doing well he's legit he's been putting in some work for a few years because there were even prior to elon musk there have been rumors that they were going to have a night where he was going to have a, a lineup and be able to showcase some of his talents in the cage so this is something he's been working at for years now hopefully it actually happens so we were talking about floyd mayweather and flying private marcus jordan uh, it, it has a certain advantages, and there were some people that work in TSA in Miami that were actually arrested for stealing from passengers that were flying through Miami International Airport. So another one of the benefits of flying private is you don't have to worry about someone going through your things. Yeah, that's a good thing, too. Speaking of Big 12 Media Days, uh, so Kansas quarterback Jalen Daniels, he showed up to Big 12 Media Day. He rocked a chain, which we know chains are a big deal and whatnot. But on his chain was a little bitty mini TV, almost looked like an Apple Watch like this, and it was playing his highlights on it the entire time. So very customizable, very unique, very original. Give him props for that. Some of the outfits get a little over the top, but that one I can give a lot of respect to. Appreciate everybody listening in to Out of Bounds today. For Joe Franklin, I am John Neighbor. Same sports show, same sports channel tomorrow afternoon. Stay tuned, folks. we got Drive Time Sports coming up next. Join Delta Waterfowl for the Duck Hunters Expo July 28th through the 30th at the Little Rock State House Convention Center. Three action-packed days of exciting demonstrations, seminars, and vendors. Find out more information at DeltaWaterfowlExpo.com. Don't miss it. Tune in every Friday morning to hear Danny West from Hogsports.com on Morning Mayhem. Brought to you by HJ Trailer Sales. They've got truck beds and utility trailers for every type of job and a service facility for maintenance and repair. Local folks with great products.